things people put me through. I was sick as hell. Some disturbing, disturbing stuff. I don't think disturbing is a word for it, really. But um, now that I'm going through this part of my life, the pain is nonstop. Uh, we have to resort to just trying to mask the pain now 24 hours, seven days a week. Um, things are progressing and a lot of things quicker than they thought. I think quicker than my specialist thought, although they, as they say, they can't predict how this stuff's gonna go. We just go by imaging of how quickly things were regrowing after oncology treatments and they didn't work. Um, they were pretty spot on. Like I said, I didn't even realize. I slept through my six years. I made a six year prognosis. After five years, your prognosis is basically go by year by year. And that's how it is. And that's how it is now. But now it's like um, just everything. I feel like all at once, just everything. Um, going back to having tremors. I never thought in my wildest dreams I'd go back to having tremors. But it's now it's like a, back then we couldn't understand. Although many said this is all connected. It has to be all connected. And now we realize it is. So specialists stay on top of everything how they can, you know? But it does. It, it's, it literally just forced me to be homebound. Um, not even my decision. It's just one day, it just, things changed. And it hasn't changed back. But it's been a slow progression. But I realize now it's like quick. It's sometimes I think just too damn quick. And you wake up one day and... I don't know, sometimes I think, how did I get to this point, health-wise, you know? Try not to dwell and try to make peace with it. But it's, it's, a lot of times it's not easy. You know, we all have our breaking points, too, where we just have to release and feel, you know? Um, and then you'll realize peace after, after that. You can't harbor and, and hide your feelings. I don't know what the hell is wrong with you and you to sit there and still that I could not feel. And then shutting me down every time I bring something up that was hurtful and you shut me down. That's a lot. As trauma therapist said, that's a lot of weight. It's a lot to walk around with. I'm fortunate that I'm able to work through that stuff and to release it. But you don't do that to people. You don't do that to people. People have a right to feel. You don't do that to people. What kind of person are you? What kind of person are you? Both of you. You don't do that. You don't do that at all. Allow people to feel. And if they're sick, allow them to feel. For crying out loud. Don't, don't, you, you, oh, you. That's right. Because I would love to be having you in front of my, in front of me right now. Even across the table, you, you, you put a lot of weight on my shoulders when I was sick. You added more weight than the illness itself. The emotional garbage you put me through affected my health. It expedited and sped up what was going on with me internally. And you have the rest of your life to understand and to own that because you did that. You. Don't blame nobody else. You. I tend to think you were the mastermind. And some people call it puppeteer behind the scenes. I'm not sure. Whatever anybody wants to call it. But you put me through the worst of it. 
you did that. That affects people's health. Try to stay afloat and you add weight. You're drowning somebody. You're drowning them. I don't know how you walk around okay with yourself. There's no way I'd be okay with myself. No way. But I'm an empath. The difference between me and you is I can feel. You never could. Because if you could feel, you would have never done the things you've done. You would have been right beside me, supporting me unconditionally. But instead, you did just the opposite. And I'll never understand what makes somebody like that do the things they do, especially you. You. Of all people, you. Huh. Disgusted is a good word. And now that I can think clear, because see, the thing is, is maybe internally my body is tired and things are progressing, but mentally I'm strong as hell. I'm mentally more than intact and I'm strong as hell. Don't forget that. But I'm allowing myself to feel now. And um, I can't tell you how much relief it has provided me. And to have licensed mental health providers to instill and encourage you to feel. It's okay to feel. It's okay to vent. It's okay to say what you want to say. Okay? You've been brainwashed for a long time. You've had people shut you down for a long time. They have the ability and the right to feel. To be human. Because we all are allowed to feel. We're all human. I'm not a robot. But you try to, like, program me as such. That's disturbing as hell. Absolutely disturbing. I don't know how you're okay with yourself. How... Are you okay with your reflection back in the mirror looking at you? Because it's not normal. It's not okay what you did. It never will be. I don't think you have a conscious in your, not a conscious seed in your bones. That's the problem. Maybe if you did, well, of course if you did, it'd know better. It'd know better. You don't feel you have no heart. You're just empty and shallow. Because you don't do that stuff. So today is like a day. I was told you need a day to feel. Um, and other days, I've been too darn sick to feel anything. But to lay down and just grind my teeth and deal with the pain and deal with being sick and not wanting to eat anything, and not wanting to do anything, but just try to outthink of feeling so sick. Um, trying to get through a TV show. I remember being able to go through TV shows and series and that. I haven't even been able to do that because by the time five minutes hits, I'm at like a light. I'm tired. I'm tired. And I'm accepting the changes because I have to, because I don't have any other choice. Um, but I'm going to say this. I watched somebody 
forced away into somebody's life. And, and at times some would say, should never have done that. When people are sick, they deserve their right to have some peace and quiet and not have anybody interfere, interject. If they don't want you around, there's a damn good valid reason. And maybe we or anybody else may not know. And sometimes things are quiet, whatever. Okay, but regardless of the matter of situation, really, anyone's sick. I don't care what you're sick, a chronic illness. And you get into transition, which is part of life. Um, we have to respect people. Okay? And you don't force your way. And you don't stand as a tyrant bull and make it demands that are ridiculous and somebody's sick. When someone's sick, they come before you. You are to respect people that are ill. There's not enough. That's the problem. We're not. We need to. Not everybody's like that. But we all need to start respecting people that are sick. Um, I said it once again. I'll say it again. And be there unconditionally. You know, every way, shape, or form. But it doesn't always happen that way. I said before, I've connected <clears throat> with three ladies, three women. All have been diagnosed in our journey in the same amount of time, six years. Um, it's destined to be, yes it was. We're all in that same transitional life. Um, I make four. Um, sadly, um, one of my friends had passed away. I said this before, a uh, brave cancer journey and um, fought like hell. And they also went through the ups and downs. Um, but the most important part where it's so inspiring is she allowed herself the right to feel. She allowed herself to have good days, bad days. She allowed herself to be mad, sad, glad. Mad, sad, glad. You're allowed to feel it when you're sick. Because when you're sick and your body's tired, you're going to feel all that. Don't try to force and shut it down and mask it down and push it down because those are real valid reasons to have real valid feelings. Allow yourself to feel because it helps your body to rest and you harbor all that stuff. You just, uh, it's not good for anyone sick. But I respect that she allowed herself to feel. She shared her journey. It was very public and uh, she wasn't always like that. But she wanted to inspire people and be real and raw with everyone and it did inspire the hell out of people and also inspired me you're okay you're allowed to feel this is me this is what I look like this is what I looked like this is what I looked like before this is what I look like now I'm still trying to get into that acceptance of what I look like now um, we all all of us all four of us able to master makeup and hair extensions and wigs and all that stuff and who doesn't once again I'll say Kardashians do it they're not even sick they just do it to do it. Let's just face it, okay? But when you're sick, you really um, rely on that stuff. I mean, just like last week talking about, okay, and I asked one of my friends, how do you, with your eyebrows, because my eyebrows are almost gone, and that's just from body getting tired and that, and you start getting more sick. And I tattoo eyebrows, Amazon, great. I'm like, okay, look into it. I'm like, wow. It's just little things. That's how we connect and friendships are made. Um, where I'm at, my life, and normal people, that you're blessed to have your health, connect in different ways. They go on trips, they go out to dinner, yada, yada. See, when you're in this part of our life, 
healthy people will never understand. And when you're in that part where we're at, and you're listening to this podcast, never expect healthy people to understand what you're going through because they're not going to understand, okay? But we understand, you know? You'll be able to connect and understand what I'm saying and what we've gone through, you know? It's a challenge. It's not easy. Um, you mourn the loss of the person you were. It's not a long process. I would have to say it's rather quick. Um, I have been that way. I have learned to embrace right now having to be stuck at home for medical reasons. Um, treatments and things I'm on, drugs I'm on, other things that I don't, are, are not a privilege because I'm afraid, narcissistic cult. I had literally a cult member try to force me to tell them everything, medically, what I'm taking, whatever. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. You don't demand, make demands like that, period. And if somebody doesn't want to show their face and they're not feeling well or they're not comfortable because they've not been around you in eons, don't force that. If somebody wants to share and go on a video chat and they're not comfortable with you, then you allow them on their terms. When you start forcing people is when people shut the door on you. And when people are at the end of life journey, they're not going to open the door back. Especially when you keep forcing things, the door will sometimes will stay shut. We don't do that to people that are sick. Allow people the right and respect, this respect at their time, at their comfort. You just need to be there for people that are sick. You need to be there. First of all, as moral support. Secondly, emotional support. Okay? Being present, sometimes it doesn't mean face-to-face because I know a lot when I'm sick, I just want to be left alone um, because you're focusing in on the pain and how you're feeling. And um, when your body starts getting really tired, you start feeling all sorts of things and it's normal. It's common. It's okay. Um, you get, I have to say, I don't want to say I get used to it, but you know that things will always change. And it's going to. This part of life, we all get sick in the end. If you're not, you know, we all live and we all die, okay? Um, we're all born and we all go through the end of the journey, all right? That's something we'll have in common. Each person will respectfully understand what I'm saying, but if you're not there yet or you haven't been there, you haven't been around somebody like that, then you don't understand what I'm saying and I don't expect you to understand this podcast at all. But maybe I've enlightened you and educated you and maybe now you understand if you're ever in that situation you're around somebody is sick and their body's tired, but they're still mentally witty. And they're smart as a tack. Because my friend was. <laughs> she was 100% aware. But what scared her is that she knew her body was shutting down and she was dying. Thank God she was able to realize peace, but most importantly, acceptance at the end. She accepted. She got herself good care. She got herself under good pain management. She got herself comfortable. Um, out of us four, she had passed away. Three. There's three. We're three left. Um, my other friend right now, um, I need to check email, which I haven't, but fighting hard. And um, I'm just going to leave it there. Don't expect people to understand when you're in this unique part of life. 
the healthy people, the normal people, the people, especially the people that view illness as a burden. There's many people out there that view illness as a burden. I heard somebody on the phone, and this was from Eric's side, who literally would make an innuendo. Oh, they're old anyway. Oh, they were sick anyway. Oh, they're old anyway. I mean, talk about uncomfortable. That's disrespecting people that are sick. Um, Nobody wants to die. Um, and we shouldn't make innuendos and comments like that either about the deceased. Um, it should be quite the opposite. You know? But you can't have people, not everybody's going to understand, and not everyone wants to understand, and not everybody has compassion and kindness, and not everybody has heart. Those comments like that come from people that are heartless. Okay? It's just the way it is. It's a fact. But... Um, I'm going to have days like today where I'm going to podcast a lot. Um, imagine the people trying to keep up with this. Oh my gosh, there's another one. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I just took, I just took half your day. I almost took half your day, didn't I? I hope to inspire more people at the part of their life and transition that it's okay and don't be scared to share your journey. It's okay to open your heart. It's okay to open your life. It's okay. Please. Inspire people. Don't be afraid to share your journey, your story. Okay? You're not just freeing and helping yourself. But you don't realize you're helping so many other people. Because there's a lot of people that are afraid to use their voice and afraid to share how they feel. In fear, they will be condemned or be made light of or as a complainer or as a hypochondriac. Okay, for anybody who feels like that, okay? You are allowed to feel and allowed to express yourself and share your journey and story. Don't worry about the people who are heartless because those are the kind of people who make comments like that. You just worry about you, worry about your life, worry about your health, but worry about your happiness, okay? And if that includes sharing your journey and freeing yourself on the days you're not feeling well and the days you may be feeling well, and a lot of people that are normal don't understand this, is you can be terminally ill and have a good day like that. And the next day, God calls you home. I know, because my friend went through that.